voice of the Capital Region Sports Fan, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 9.80. And um, it's, it's been brought to my attention that I might be about to break a promise. And I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't break promises lightly, guys. It's not something I, I don't want to be known as a, as, a, as a guy who breaks promises. You're a man of your word. There's no I, doubt about it. Since I've known you, that is a true thing. Even if it's maybe too honest with people, <laughs> you will stick by it. It is. That is definitely. <laughs> that's a hundred percent true. Um, as in saying things I shouldn't say. Nobody wants to know. Um, so I didn't want to start with. Albany Empire stuff because that's pretty much what we've started with almost all week and the first and only week of the show here on Fox Sports Radio but I'm just so intrigued by some of this stuff and it's it's become it's I just want to like it's like a puzzle like I feel like I'm watching like a like a mystery right it's like gone a, from like a soap opera to a Netflix special yes to a movie where like I, I gotta finish it I mean, we've been doing, we're on episode five. The season <laughs> slash series finale could be Saturday. We got to keep going. I don't know how many episodes we could have. I, th- I feel like, I feel like this thing might go on for a little while, but I think some of the most important things are being overlooked, you know, uh, swept under the rug, insert saying here that means people aren't paying attention to the stuff I feel like they should be paying attention to. And you Gave me a microphone, so I'm going to use it and talk about the things I think are important. And if you don't think they're important, you're just not as you're not having as much fun with this as I. Because this is definitely a Netflix special at this point. We're at, we're at least like like the the one um, what was the the dating app one where he was like <laughs> the Tinder swindler. Yes, like we're at least at Tinder swindler at this point. Thank you for knowing the name of that. We both suck. Um, me for <laughs> referencing and not knowing the name, and you for just knowing what I was talking about. Um, I believe the name of this Netflix special is going to be "Who Is Antonio El Hala," and we, this is a question that has been brought to us by our good friend Abigail Rubel over at the Times Union, who is wise beyond her years. She's a phenomenal reporter, and I. She actually brought that question directly to um, the the current owner of the Albany Empire, Antonio Brown, at the press conference uh, on Wednesday. Do we, do we have that we question? have this cut? Here we go. Who is Antonio Alola? Say that again. Who is Antonio Alola? That's a good question. Can we answer? I can't answer that question. I'm here to speak on the Empire. We're not here to talk personally about uh, AB or uh, any other fortitude or fashion. We here- any other fortitude or, or fashion. Um, <laughs> I thought he was going to say forces of evil at one point. Right? <laughs> well, and, and, who, and it's possible that this, this unknown entity, this person who could be anyone, happens to share a first name with our good friend Tony, it could be, could be a force of evil. We don't know. And no one can answer. And if you haven't seen that video yet, go to my Twitter. I just tweeted it out. At the Jeff Levesque. Yes. And um, I, thanks to our friends over at News Channel 13 for, uh, for airing that originally. Um, look at his face when she asked that question. He is, he, he, he pretends he can't hear her. And then he is angered. He is angered. And listen. But Jeff, what if he's just angry because he's trying to stay on message? I guess that's possible, weird voice guy. But 
I think it's a little more likely that he's angry because he doesn't want to answer that question because Antonio L. Allah could open up some other questions, you know, little, little other questions. And if you haven't read the article in the times union yet, you, you need to do it. You need to check it out. Um, because it's, she does a really good job of asking questions. It's hard to get the answers, you know, like, um, speaking to, uh, Antonio Brown's attorney. Uh, okay. What law firm do you work for so that I can, you know, cr- I can properly represent you in my article doesn't answer. Uh, any follow-up question not answered and any, whether it be from the acting president of the Albany empire, Alberoni Dennis, who I've known to be a decent dude. I've talked to him a handful of times and I, I've enjoyed my conversations with Alberoni Dennis, uh, whether it be with the uh, attorney who's, I'm not going to say his name because I'm not positive he exists. Um, these now, now Antonio L. Allah. So, to do a little little sleuthing of my own here. Oh, so wait a second, Levac. You've been trying to track down who is Antonio L. Allah because I was going to offer it up to social media, which I still would like to well, if you don't mind, at the Jeff Levac, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, at W-O-F-X 980, and on the iHeart app in 518-690-0980, 518-690-0980. If you have an idea of who it could be, if you are Sherlock Holmes or Steve from Blue's Clues or did Carmen San Diego look for people, or they looked for her? She was hiding. Right. She would be Antonio Lla in this. Okay. In this well, if you're scenario. if if you're somebody who tracks people down, we would love to find out who you think it is. But you already have a theory. You've beaten us to the punch. Well, and, and listen, I still want everyone else's theory. I also I'm very very interested in a wrong answers only too. Like like if you want to give two guesses <laughs> when you tweet at us, one who you think it really is, and then one like wrong answers only. Like is it Vontez Perfect or something like? Like that, I, I want both. You know what? I'm frightened. I just gave away the phone number for the people who listen to this show at five one eight six nine zero zero nine eight zero for wrong answers only. But the go elevation ahead. ten thousand phone line. That's right. Elevate um, your brand. So Antonio Lla Express Trust Enterprise is the domestic arm of Antonio Lla Express Trust, which is run by a trustee who is a foreign national named Antonio Lla. So a little quick, you know, research into Antonio Alala brings up an office in Tampa, Florida over, uh, I'm not going to give the full address because I don't know the legalities of that, but it's an office in, in Tampa, Florida, which also happens to be, so that's the registered ad- address of Antonio Alala Express, but it's also the same building that Antonio Tavares Brown is registered to. He's in a, a different suite in the same building. Different suites. So, hmm. so there's two gentlemen whose first name are Antonio, both using the same office building, both attached to the same trust. I mean, that seems... I mean, but I don't know a lot of Antonios. I know a few. I don't know a lot of them. It's hard to believe we've got these two together hmm. uh, a little a little you know further looking into the the trust itself um will show you that it has many business dealings with antonio tavares brown like one where it appears to me i don't really know this is so i'm gonna go allegedly it appears to me as though the trust purchased a property of of 
Antonio Tavares Browns from him for for ten dollars, a six uh, over six million dollar property that they, that the trust purchased from Mr. Brown for ten dollars. Hmm. I, I mean that sounds sounds odd, but so I'm I mean I'm forced to believe that maybe. Maybe Antonio Brown felt indebted to Antonio Ella said, hey, I'll give you this $6.6 million property for $10, you know, because it feels right. Or maybe we're just kind of hiding things. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. I need to know who he is now. I need to know. The question has been raised. I want to know who is Antonio Ella. Well, like Josh in the new version of Blue's Clues, I have my handy-dandy notebook, and I've been taking okay. notes, LeVac. okay. And the details you've just given us, I feel as if Antonio Tavares Brown and Antonio Alala. El Alala. Uh, excuse me. I, right. I, I wrote that wrong. Yes. It changed the E I to know. the A. It's, the lighting's not great in here. Alala. Yes. I feel like they might know each other. You think they're... they're well, again, the trusts are tied together. He, right. He's the trustee. Mm-hmm. Mr. Alala is the trustee for Mr. Brown. Right. Um. I had the... Uh, Steven on Facebook, he thinks uh, Antonio Alala may actually be Ashton Kutcher, and they're bringing back Punked. Oh, well, well, hadn't well. considered that yet. Um, let me throw this wild one out there. Okay, just a while. Uh, say, we'll, say, we'll say Jeff and Latham okay. thinks, what if Antonio Brown is Antonio Alala? <laughs> what if? What if they're the same person? Mm, I've seen the Spider-Man meme. There's definitely two different bodies in that meme. But I'll, I'm going to play along with you as your co-host here. Go on with your theory of you assuming these people may be the same person. What if somewhere along the line, Antonius, Antonio Tavares Brown will say was advised or or had... The idea that he was just too awesome to be one person, and he owned too many things for one person to pay taxes on, and you know he he was being sued by too many entities, whether it be jewelers or or former business partners or or exes, to be one person. And what if that awesome just split, and all of a sudden it was two people, or actually just the same person, and he's using that name to hide? No, 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 no. no. Okay, no, I no. don't want no. that. No. I don't. It's, no. it's easy as we think we might no. have sniffed this one out as amateur detectives. I don't want that because here's what I would rather have. We've talked about the Netflix special potentially coming that we started that rumor of or any type of 30 for 30 sports documentary, someone following this team around. I would prefer this goes full catfish. I would prefer there's some type of profile that comes out. And if you want to create it, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then Neve Shulman gets involved. But Antonio Brown faces You just off want to what? meet new Neve Shulman. Like, of That's, course I do. Yeah. But I want Antonio Brown to reveal himself. I don't want him to just say it. No disrespect to Abigail, who's doing a fantastic job covering everything that's going on. But I want Antonio Brown to reveal himself and say, I am Antonio. And then pause and then wait for him to say his last name. Okay, hold on. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting, some, we're getting, getting some suggestions. We're getting some mighty egghead, old friend yeah. of the show. Uh, Antonio LLA is the founder of Live Golf and a sovereign citizen who doesn't believe in driver's licenses or car registrations. <laughs> I, that, that, that 
God, that could, that could come together. Never that, thought of that. That could, that could flesh out a little bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ryan feels that El Allah may just be related to Kal-El, Superman's real name, and it's in a phone book. So it's backwards. Oh. Maybe that's what it is. This is, what is that term called in superhero movies? Is alter candor, ego? Fodder, something like that, where it's all connected through one? Oh, canon. Canon. Canon okay. is a is is any fact or story that is actually respected as its true storyline of the superhero or the comic. There you go. This is canon. This is now canon. It's now become canon. Um, Man, I just... How many Antonios are out there also? Because I also find it interesting that the the business that has an office in Florida, which is the office of the Antonio L. Allah Express Trust, again, same building that Antonio Tavares Brown has an office in, uh, is a Minnesota company, actually. Hmm. It's very odd, right? A lot of... There's a lot of good things. There's a lot of weird stuff going on here, my friends. I'm just trying to get to... And listen, for those of you who just think I'm out to get Tony, I'm going to ask you a question. What if Antonio L. Allah is out to get Antonio Brown and I'm helping? Huh? What about that? Didn't think of that, did you? You're welcome. Inceptioned. It just happened. I got you all. I'm, I'm helping him. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter, I would like a few thank yous to Levac today because you've been on this. You and Abigail have been on this from day one. Antonio Brown could secretly be stalked by someone also named Antonio, a foreign that's, national. That's right, a foreign national. And I've got good, good, just information from from a reliable source that Mister Mister Antonio Tavares Brown considers himself an American hero. He said so when they told him to stop smoking weed in the hotel. Said, I'll do what I want. I'm an American hero. USA. 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 El Allah. Um, I hmm. It's just kind of, you know what I mean? It's, it's just under the surface. Now let me ask you this question. Just, you know, go with what people are known to say that like the simplest answer is usually the real answer. What if what if Antonio El Allah was just a made-up name? to take care of a trust that was now held by a foreign, alleged foreign national, which would, I believe, change the ways you would approach suing said trust or or the laws and taxes that it would face in this country. I don't know that 100%, not a lawyer, just pretend to be one whenever I need to. What if those were the things that were really, really happening here? And what if, after everything that people have tried, like back child support, uh, jewelry, I got I got a guy who rented him a robot for Rolling Loud that he never paid for, who's trying to get him. I got, you know, every court system's tried to get him to be him. What if what really takes down and, and forces this individual to own up to his shortcomings and maybe just become a better person when it's all said and done is a reporter at the Times Union who knew to ask the right question and chased it. And we can't. Let that go away. We can't. I'm sorry. Someone has to tell us who Antonio L. Allah is. And when they tell us that, I will move on to the next, my next mystery to solve. I don't know if it's going to be how many licks to get to the middle of a, of, of a Tootsie Pop. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm sure it'll be about hot dogs if you ask Mr. Brown. 
However, I need to know. Guys, I need to know. I have an open invitation right now. Okay. If Mr. Al Allah would like to ever come on LeVac and Guys, the door is now open. You know the studio. You know where it is. Maybe you don't. But if Antonio El Allah would ever want to come on, I'll give the number one more time. So if they ever decide to reveal their identity or at least say, this is me, 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. That is the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Elevate your brand. You can do that. You can notice, by the way, today I've been doing a lot of radio thoughts. I've been saying a number a lot over and over and over again. But this is for Antonio El Allah. We want to get to the bottom of this. Copier J believes he might actually be Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. Can Whoa. you imagine if we're able to shut down the Empire before it ever gets going because we figure out that it's Antonio Ella all along from a land far, far away? Oh, Mighty Egghead has a new theory. What if I'm Antonio El Ella? Antonio Alla, from what I'm reading, has about six to twelve million dollars at his disposal in that trust. It ain't me. <laughs> I love you all. I love you guys. I love all of it. If I had six to seven million laying around, I would not be sitting in a studio somewhere in in, in upstate New York. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would. This would at least be remote from like, you know, my my office suite down in Tampa. <laughs> I guess. I mean, come on. This is. How is everyone not super curious about this? Like if somebody tells you, if somebody walks into your office with a brown bag lunch, don't you get curious what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Like anytime there's ever been a mystery in my life, and it could be, you know, something like this. Who is this foreign national? Or, you know, when are we going to get drinks later? I need to know the answer. I need to know. And I just hope that whoever plays me on Netflix for this series, if, if it's an acted series, I'm hoping it's somebody. I love you, Kevin James. Please don't just go with the funny fat guy. That's not fair to me. I'm more than that. I have more layers. But if it is me on Netflix, can you imagine the smile on my face the whole time? Every time I go, who is Antonio Ella? Who is it? Who is it? Netflix, you want me to pay for a subscription to Netflix again? You want me back? Start working. Start working. <laughs> and you know what? Abby deserves to be the one behind all of it. Abigail Rubel, she's the best. She's she's on top of these things, man. I'm telling you. How great would it be if it was me all along? <laughs> Do you, what if I changed my name legally? This is the perfect crime. Like um like in Shawshank Redemption. And if if spoiler alert, like when 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 Dufresne becomes the fake character where the money's hidden. And then he goes, takes all the money and goes and goes away. What if I become Antonio El Allah, go down to Florida to the office, remove as much money from the trust as I can, because I'm the trustee now. And then I just, gone. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Antonio El Allah. <laughs> Do you want to go to break? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I just I want, not okay. until we know. Okay. You, listen, this guys, okay. this is your second radio thought. Yeah, the first, what was yeah. the first one you did today? What was that for? That was for WGY. Yeah. What were you guys doing? They were raising money for yes, a cause. A fantastic, unbelievable Albany Medical Center. All the great kids over there. If you haven't had an opportunity, check out online WGY and the River as well. The River's on until six, so please go out and support those guys. Incredible stuff they've been doing all day long. And now you're on a second radio thought to uncover the real identity of Antonio. <laughs> El Allah. If I say it three times in a row, will he appear?
Is he like Beetlejuice? Antonio Ella. Antonio Ella. Antonio Ella. He's here, everyone. It's Mr. Mistleplex. Um, all right. Listen, I got. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got carried away, but that's. <laughs> I really. I mean, come on. We all need to know. Everybody, get to, get to Google and get to tweeting. Hashtag who is Antonio LLA, and we don't stop until we find out together. We are crowdsourcing this information. It's like the one don't uh, don't bleep with with cats on the internet. We're we are going to be a, we're all going to be on Netflix, everyone. Also, some people who've been listening on the app today noticed that while we were doing our Antonio LLA talk, someone tried to hack our conversation. What? Which could not be funnier. Now, some people found it funny. Some did not. Uh, our pal Jim Gagliardi over at WGY hit a button. We were on air. We never came off the air. But Jim was trying to break in. I think he thought it was a real story you know at one point. Like for no, GY consumption. It is a real story. I didn't say it wasn't. Do you know who he is? I think Gagliardi's trying to steal my steam here. That's he wants to find it. out before I do. Just because you got a really cool name like Gagliardi doesn't mean you get to solve all the mysteries of the world, Jim. Mind your business. All right. Um... God's hurt my feelings yesterday. I will explain how, why, and what I would like in reparations next right here on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 40-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term life insurance may only cost you about 100 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-770-0850. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-770-0850. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-770-0850. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life insurance, call 800-770-0850. 800-770-0850. Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. That new roof you need? Now is the time to call Star Roofing, the region's certified installers of GAF, Certainty, and Owens Corning Roof Shingles, celebrating their 26th anniversary this year. Star Roofing's factory train crew will show up on time. Be courteous and safe. And that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Ricardo, quote, This is one of the greatest inventions ever. I know this may sound like I'm exaggerating, but this sucker is amazing. The first time I did it, I couldn't believe what came out of my sinuses. I could breathe with ease. My wife just bought one, too. Thank you for this product, unquote. He's one of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navage, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navage is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. 
We're recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles... What was that, Flo? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a boat? We were going for authenticity. We're going to the city? Authenticity. You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic. Are we? Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. More of your uh, your independent sleuthing as to who Antonio L. Ali is coming up later in the show. But right now, guys, uh, you've um, I think you've dangerously jeopardized our friendship yesterday. Whoa! Um, <laughs> Whoa! Well, I mean, there's things I would never ask you to do, right? Like I would never ask you to do like a Georgetown basketball pregame show. I would never ask. Um, I would never ask you to do that because I know they're like they're. It's probably the most hated sports entity in your life, yes. right? Yes. So I would never do that to you. But what did you ask me to do yesterday? Hmm. I asked you to host the Boston Red Sox pregame show. Yeah, which I did under protest. Uh, wearing my my Yankee chain, my Yankee hat, and I, my hope was that having that much pinstripe pride and awesomeness would derail the then five in a row winning Red Sox. Uh, they in 19 matchups last season against the Toronto Blue Jays, they won three games. Last night they beat them 11 to five. The game was over in like the second inning. So I hate you. And I don't use that word lightly. (laughs) Like, that was a lot to ask me to do. And, like, knowing that all the filthy Sox fans were watching the game in just utter jubilation as uh, as, as Bello goes five innings, two earned runs, you know, good game for him. Gosman gets chased in under four. You know, they're loving that their team is playing well against a team that owned them last year. And then they're loving even more because they know that I know it's happening because I had to pay attention to it because I did the pregame show. So, Jacques, you are a bad friend. Will this mend our friendship if I tell you this news? That if you're listening on our podcast side and you're like, oh, I missed that. When did LeVac host the Red Sox pregame? I did not get clearance because we used Zombie Nation as the background for <laughs> four and a half minutes. So some know that for the podcast side, you can't use music over a certain time because I decided it'd be funny to use our old song, Zombie Nation, that does not make the podcast side. Did not get clearance to use that song. So there you go, podcast audience. You didn't get that. And LeVac, there you go. So if you do listen to the show. It still happened. It did happen. It happened. It did happen. This isn't a tree falling in the forest situation. Like We don't have to, like, <laughs> it happened. I felt, I went home. I took like an Ace Ventura shower. It was. It was careful like, with that reference now in 2023. Can we? That scene's wild now. Have you seen that scene recently? Yeah. Good God, just, man. And oh, this after man. you asked me to do that, <laughs> I don't care if I get canceled. You know, take me out. There's a few scenes in that movie that are now taken out of the movie. That one's been taken out. In the scene where he goes and sees the dolphin and he does the impression of the dolphin trainer is now also out of that movie. Really? Yeah. Just on regular TV or not? Not all. Yeah, just on like. Well, cable, and that's like one of the things I think is 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 hysterical about all that stuff. I guess I was just I was just raised in like an open household. Like you 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 dealt with things you didn't understand through humor, which would allow you to open a conversation and learn. 
about those things. And that's what like that whole movie, like if you wanted to, if you wanted to get into like that part of it right now, like, like if you haven't seen Ace Ventura, um, he's secretly Antonio Ella That's the, that's the kicker at the end. Um, no, like, but like you, it's. Finkel it's, is Einhorn. Right, right. Einhorn is Finkel. Like, Antonio Ella <laughs> But it's just like, it's just a funny movie. It's just a stupid, funny movie. And like anybody who's offended by stupid and funny, please tune away right now. Cause I'm at least bringing stupid. I'm not sure about funny. I'll try. I know he's been a little strange, we'll just say, over the last three years, but I don't think when Jim Carrey signed on for Ace Ventura, he was like, this is the movie that I'm going to take my political stance with. If you want to know where I stand, politics-wise, I'm going to let a pet detective with strange hair decide right now in the mid-90s. Well, and if you ever watch Mad TV, he used to do a female bodybuilder. I think it was... In living color. Oh, yeah, living color. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All those shows like meld into my brain at this point. I'm also very old. Um, it was, I think, it was Vera DeMilo was the name of it. Yes. And it was, and it was clearly like him. And and the joke was, she had done so many steroids that she was basically male at this point. Like that's that's that was the the ongoing joke. But like, you couldn't do that character now at all. Everyone's so serious about everything. Like, I had I had um I had a, a a famous former NFL wide receiver called me fat on Twitter the other day. I thought it was funny. You know, as if, if you're funny, there's a rude in my, there, there's a, there, I'm sorry. There's a rule in my house called, if you're going to be rude, you better be funny. Like you, if you're going to say something rude, be so funny that I go, you know what? Worth it. You know, like that's, that's the deal. I got to be careful with that with my kid right now because he's almost three and he does stuff that is so laugh out loud funny. Armin, who we've worked with before. I remember when he had, Baby Munchie, who was like three or four, he used to tell the, those stories too. Like she would do stuff in class that was so funny, and he could only laugh with his wife, and then had to like be the parent and be like, "That's not funny," and just like <laughs> laugh over here. I'm hitting that point, but yes, your point is, if you're gonna be rude. You better be funny. Better be funny. That's right. But that's what humor is supposed to be. Humor is how you actually open a lot of these dialogues and learn things. Like that's that's why it's just it's just stupid that you're not allowed to joke. And the reason we can't joke is there's so many serious bigots out there. Like if 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 you bigots would calm down. The rest of us could be funny and begin dialogues, but no, you got to freak out and shoot beer cans for no damn reason whatsoever. I, sorry. I we were talking about the I've Red Sox. I've never had a beer hurt my feelings. <laughs> just put it out right. there. Uh, Red, Is that Luke yeah. Combs? Is that Luke Combs you just quoted? We uh, yeah. Ice cold beer never broke my heart. Yeah. Um, ice cold beer never hurt my feelings. My head the next day. Like a mule kick, but um, yeah, so the Sox continue to win. They are now they are now not only not in the basement of the American League East, they're two out of the basement of the American League East. Uh, and our minds both went the same direction there because we both looked at the stadiums, and I wondered if you had the same thought I did. Even though Boston's playing really well right now, they're not the third best team in the East, are they? They were so bad a few weeks ago. The Red Sox were struggling. They, if I had to make a prediction right now, Boston would still be the last place team in the AL East. I know New York's banged up. I know the Yankees are playing great. But Toronto's a better roster. Baltimore's been playing better baseball and beat them earlier in the year. I know there's a lot of games in the division, just for what it is. And Tampa looks like the best team in baseball. Sorry, Red Sox fan. We appreciate you listening to the Red Sox here on 95.9 and 980. Maybe Red Sox fans want to defend their team. That's fine. But they're the worst team in the AL East. I can't mm. pick them to finish ahead of anybody else in that division right now, even on this win streak. As Currently marching out in the field, I can't. I I want to say they're better than the Yankees. I don't want to say they're better than the Yankees, but 
with the current injuries to the Yankees and the way they're playing, how do I not? Like, let's just be real. The Yankees' current construction, you might have to play outfield tonight. Like, <laughs> I hope you can get to, to to Tampa and play or whatever. But, like, there there's so many injuries. When you don't have Judge, you don't have Stanton, you don't have Donaldson. I know Donaldson hasn't been anything close to what you hoped he would be when the Yankees signed him or, you know, and all those things. But he's at least a legit third baseman and every once in a while heats up and, and, and swings. And he also, he allows you to move DJ LeMahieu around. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pluses to having him in your, on your roster, you know, until you replace him with somebody younger, better and everything else. But the, the way the Yankees are right now, um, Lou Trevino's going in for Tommy John. Carlos Rodon is uh, had a, a setback. He's, his back hurts. There's, it crushes my heart. But at, at this current moment in time, when they're, you know, what two and a half games ahead of the Yankees, how do I, you know, you are what your record says you are. Big Tuna, hopefully see you up in Toga. It's it is like the but and also the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays on the back of their baseball card, super talented team. But I told you yesterday, and I'll tell you again throughout the season, if I had to pick one of these teams in this in the AL East right now that I think will choke away uh, like uh, a prominent spot in in the standings, I would go Toronto. I think they're just the most boomer bust team in the American League East. Looking across, just focusing on the American League, we had this discussion a little bit yesterday about teams in Major League Baseball deciding to rebuild and mortgage for the future say hey we're going to be bad for two to three years but we're going to be good eventually boston has had far worse seasons than the yankees in the like a five to eight window and i know red sox gonna fend. what are you talking about guys they want more world series over the last five to eight to ten years in the yankees but i'm talking about like the worst of the red sox over the last decade has been far worse than the worst of the yankees like there have been some really bad red sox teams yeah but really successful like they were willing to take a die for a season or two. And right now they're in contention. I'll give them that compliment. But I look at a team like the Twins. They're kind of been back and forth a little bit. But Detroit's a little bit better. And they've stunk forever. The Texas Rangers, I forgot they were still playing in the AL West. Because the AL West had been dominated by the Astros. The Mariners broke their playoff drought. Otani and Trout seem like a two-man team and they're still losing games. But the Rangers sucked. Right, there's teams. Yeah, but in, they brought in Bochi and Degrom. They made yes, some moves. Like there have been teams in baseball that have sucked and then finally gotten better. The Yankees will never do it, and I don't think they should. I really don't. I don't think they should say, you know what, Toronto's on a different side, and Baltimore and Tampa. Let's just coast through 2023, and in like two or three years, they'll have to not be able to sign a lot of their guys because of what market they're in, and then we'll be good again in three years. That's never going to happen. Like, this is the Yankee team that's always going to go for the top. Red Sox are currently tied for the hottest team in baseball. The Dodgers and the Sox have both won six straight now. Like, this listen, this hurts me, okay? I'm not saying this because I want to. I'm saying it because it's factual. They have won six straight games. The only other team who's done that right now or is currently doing that is, is the Dodgers. Uh, I would entertain... One question, if you wanted to ask it, are they cheating? I mean, I was just, I'll, I'll entertain that because they are playing better than the Yankees right now. Are they playing better because their manager, who is a known cheater, who has who has, has suffered the penalty in the past, should have twice, but only once, um, are they cheating? You know, have they figured out the new Apple Watch? That's a good question. You want to have that question? Is Alex Cora... 
Antonio Alla. I like there's a lot of questions I'll ask, but right now I cannot tell you that the that the New York Yankees are a better team at this exact moment in time than than the the, the Boston Red Sox. So what will it take if you're going to say the Red Sox right now on Cinco de Mayo are better than the Yankees? What they're going to take is as simple as the Yankees just getting healthy, the Yankees pitching staff and pitching staff. Yeah, it's it's for for me because again, I think there's enough runs in that lineup. I, I don't. I've said this about different versions of this team, but I think there's enough runs in the lineup, especially like when you do get Judge and Stanton back and all those fun things. But I don't know if there's enough starting pitching to go toe to toe with, you know, Tampa. You know, the series. This actually, I'll tell you that. How about that? Yankees take take two out of three this weekend. I'll say they're better than the Red Sox because Tampa's. Tampa's playing just special. Like they're just a special team the way they're playing this year. And again, they're just all they do is play solid baseball. Like when you when you flip the ball, catch it, still get the guy out, and you know you're in trouble with 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 Kevin Cash. Like that's that that's the kind of manager you kind of want nowadays. Because right now I think like Boone would have been like, I'm very upset with you, and then hug him anyway. You know, don't do that again, buddy, and pat him on the back. You know. But Cash probably hit him with like a bamboo stick or something, you know. A, a love a fungo bat, just like no bat, sprayed him with water, like you would a cat. No, don't scratch that. Red Sox get Philadelphia. I want to go back to the Bronco play there. What did you think of it? I remember my favorite player growing up was Ricky Henderson, so I like Flash. I like Flair. That's the kind of stuff. Like he got the out, so he gets away with it. Like Ricky used to do. He used to drive uh, Lou Pinella nuts. Ricky Henderson would sit in the outfield. And any like pop fly or anything would come to him. He'd close his glove repeatedly before he caught it. So he'd close it open, close it open, and then catch it. And then when he caught it, he would swing his hand around and slap his hip with the glove with the ball in it. So like three times he could have botched a simple catch every every catch, but it was Ricky Henderson. So what are you going to do? He's making the catch. And he's also under these pop flies because he's the fastest man alive. And he's waiting for something that everybody else would have to dive for. Uh, you, you made the play. You're, I think you get the pass. If you blew it, you're hosed. I would say a play like that, dunking and doing like a highlight reel dunk in basketball up 12 or 15 with the ball and the game's going down, that's pretty disrespectful. And if you want to start a brawl over that, I can hear that. If someone tries to take a cheap shot when a team's taking a knee or being too celebratory on the field, that's a little... We'll say bad sportsmanship. Those two in particular. You want to start a brawl and get upset about that. This one's not even like in the top five. I saw the play. I'm like, come on. It it felt like old media type is like, baseball's too slow. All right. Baseball's the. I need something to complain about because baseball's changed everything I can complain about. What's next? Oh, somebody (laughs) flipped the ball. Ah! (laughs) Baseball fan. And I'm not talking about a majority of them, but it seems as if. The people who have constantly complained about baseball the last 10 to 15 years just are looking for something they can get back on the high horse and complain about. Stop. I thought it was fine, and Cash did what he did following the game. I thought it was cool. I thought it was okay. It's yeah. not as, It's not trying to rub it in. You know, it's not, if anything, what about Ozzie Smith back in the day, right? He used to be oh, doing cartwheels. I get, he, yeah. you know, it's a little different because it was going on in the field. But right. Just stop trying to pinpoint anything baseball well, that you think the old people are going to get upset about. Let, let me let me ask. You're, you're a big fan. You have a fantasy baseball team, so you're forced to watch games that I would ignore, right? 90% of the games, you're seeing them on highlights on Twitter or whoever. Like, 
Like I watch the Yankee game. I'll sometimes watch the Mets. Like it, it really depends what's on TV at that point. But I'll watch. I'll watch or listen to every Yankee game, um, especially on the apps now because I don't trust everything else that they're on. Um, <laughs> just randomly. But that got attention. So if you're trying to get people's attention who aren't watching these games, like I'm only going to watch the Rays when they play the Yankees or a game that if they lose, it helps the Yankees, like kind of thing. Like that's, that's the only time I'm going to watch them. Now I, I'm paying attention to the Rays. And I also think if I'm cash, I love that because everything's going kind of smooth, but I can still lecture my guys. You got, everyone's like, you just need something to lecture the guys about. You just got to rally them together and be like, hey, don't be stupid. Good job, though, by the way. Good play. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, fastest two minutes in sports is tomorrow. And that's not a reference to Gaza's love life. Hey! Um, Andrew Champagne is going to join us next. He's one of the best handicappers in the area. He's from Katina Media. He joins us next right here on... Uh, on you know, before we get to Andrew, I, I know Radio. you want to. I, I know. I'm gonna go do ahead. It. I'm going to do it I all. I'm going to turn my mic off. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to oh. tell you about the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Drew. I just want to let you know that Andrew is coming up next. Uh, the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Drew. Yes, I crack myself up sometimes. Um, I said self because I'm like Antonio. There's multiple versions of me. Um, listen, I am a loud snorer. I have horrible sleep apnea, or at least I did. I went to the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I had a custom-made mouthpiece built for me. Keeps my airway open, but it isn't the loud mask on my face. And I can, I'm a side sleeper, too, so the mask would never work for me. The mouthpiece is perfect. Keeps the airway open, reduces the snoring. Sleep apnea is not a thing anymore. I look on my Fitbit to see how I slept at night, and my deep sleep is up like another hour over what it used to be. So these are all things that tell me that this is working, and I believe it would work for you as well. Give Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa a call. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. The Bernard and Millie Duger Children's Hospital at Albany Medical Center truly cares for kids. And right now, a child needs your help. You can make a difference by donating to the Cares for Kids Radiothon, now celebrating its 25th year. You'll meet the kids, hear their unforgettable stories, and help continue the hospital's life-saving work. So please put your money where the miracles are at the Bernard and Millie Duker Children's Hospital. Please donate to the Radiothon Thursday and Friday, May 4th and 5th batteries is weak and needs to be replaced let our professional parts people test your battery for free at o'reilly auto parts Parts. kelly blue book is the one-stop shop for pricing fixing selling and instant cash offering instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like an official offer to buy or trade your car Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. 
Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. Now back to Levac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 a.m. Fox Sports Radio. One of the most exciting sporting events of the year is always the fastest two minutes in sports, the Kentucky Derby. And the only thing that makes it more exciting than than watching it is winning money on it. And that is why we reach out to the five-time Saratoga handicapping champ, the two-time Saratoga media champ from Katina Media. It is Andrew Champagne. Andrew, thank you for making time and helping me not lose all my money tomorrow. Well, I appreciate you guys having me, and I'm going to do the very best that I can. When you've got 19 horses now comprising the Derby field, there's a lot of different directions to go, a lot of ways in which you can make money, and a lot of different ways to lose it. So we're going to try to navigate the minefield just as well as we can. Andrew, what like I've got people in my life who tell me all the different ways I should I should wager. It's you know value. It's this. It's that. Is there like um is there like a quick handicap like suggestion that could teach some of us just maybe not to throw our dollars away so fast? Value is a loaded term. There are ways in which you can make money playing races like the Kentucky Derby, even if you like the favorite, as I do tomorrow at Churchill Downs. I very much like Forte, horse number 15 in the program, at 3-1 to one on the morning line. He'll probably go off at about 7-2, to 4-1. And that's not something you're going to brag about to anybody. But if you look back over the years, you will see many examples of even when a favorite wins, the exacta, where horses run first and second, winds up overpaying. And that's the wager that I'm going to attack because I like Forte. Find the most bang for your buck for your strongest opinion and hammer it so that if your strongest opinion winds up being right, you wind up cashing for just as much money as you can. Sounds easy, right? <laughs> that's right. It sounds easy. <laughs> See, I'm going to learn my lesson here because I decided – at four o'clock in the morning to start checking Twitter about Derby stuff and what oh, are people saying? Four say- o'clock in the morning Twitter scrolls is not a good idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem. It's the best research we've done, though, Andrew. Well, all these people on Twitter are telling me that Forte's going to scratch. He fell down. Look for the press conference tomorrow morning. Are you hearing anything? Is this just social media rumblings about Forte? So what happened yesterday? There was a video that came out of Forte galloping over the Churchill Downs track. I don't even know if it was a gallop. It was sort of an intense jog. I don't even want to act like he was really exerting himself. And he stumbled just a little bit coming across the wire. When you have a horse that's going to take money in a big race like this, horse racing Twitter goes crazy. People on horse racing Twitter, generally speaking, don't need much of an excuse to go crazy, especially when... Many horses in the Kentucky Derby have already scratched or been ruled out or, in one case, unfortunately, broken down last week and been euthanized. It's a case where if there was fire to go along with the smoke, I feel like we would have heard it about as soon as after it happened. It's logical to look for reasons not to bet favorites. As far as that one goes, I don't think that one holds water. Andrew, is there, like, when you look at something like that, like, uh, whenever I wager on other stuff, I'm hoping that everybody in the public thinks I'm wrong. When you see something like that, a story like that blow up, do you, do you get a little excited thinking, you know what, maybe the maybe there is value there for me. Maybe this line will go my way. 
Yes and no, but not necessarily for the reasons you'd expect. I have a Kentucky Derby future wager on Forte that I placed in November of last year, and I got 15 to 1. If Forte winds up going off at 5 to 2 and wins, I look like a genius. If he goes off at 5 to 1, I look okay. But really, we're dealing in cloud at this point, and that's really what matters. But regardless of that, if Forte goes off at 9 to 2, 5 to 1, that is certainly a much bigger price than I anticipated being able to get on a horse that has done absolutely nothing wrong. I want to get some more horses as well. I know you love Forte. I want to kind of go back a little bit before you offer up a few other horses you like, because for those who haven't been following you on social media, tell us the story of what happened a few weeks ago where you've claimed this is your best play of all time, your best hit in your career about a certain race. It's the best public handicapping tout of my career, for sure. I've made more money in certain other spots, but as far as a single horse, In a single race, giving out Lord Miles to win the Wood Memorial at 59 to 1 when that horse came in and paid $120.50 for a $2 wager, that's the best single race call of my handicapping career. If I wind up keeling over and passing away in 20 years, that'll be in the first paragraph of the obituary. (laughs) He had Lord Miles at 59 to 1 in the Wood Memorial. Lord Miles, though, while he had enough points to make the Derby field and drew post 19 for the Kentucky Derby, he will not be running. There was an issue with several Saffy Joseph Jr. trained horses that broke down and passed away. Churchill Downs has acted and has suspended Saffy Joseph indefinitely while they figure out what's going on. As a result, Lord Miles out of the Kentucky Derby, along with a couple of other horses. And if you're looking at the program, there are three also eligibles. There's Cyclone Mischief, There's Mandarin Hero, and there's King Russell. Horses 21, 22, and 23, those horses will run. I always look at that as like the first four in March Madness where maybe the casual fan just crosses them off because they're like, I don't know who's going to be in there, so I won't bet that. I won't wager on that. And then, of course, 2022, we see one of those also eligible horses win. Of course, now I put all the pressure on you. I, I set you up for that question, how amazing it is. Is there someone in this field that can have that type of upset like we saw in 2022 or to cash like you did earlier this spring? Well, you mentioned the also eligibles, and there is one that is actually going to take some play at the windows. Most years, 40 Kentucky Derby points is enough to make the field. When Mandarin Hero finished second, beaten a nose in the Santa Anita Derby, his connections thought, oh, wow, we're probably going to make the Kentucky Derby. They had shipped this horse over from Japan, had been running in some of the B-level tracks over in Japan, but they sent him to Santa Anita, and he ran a very good race to be second beat in the nose by a horse named Practical Move, who would have taken money on Saturday, but there was an elevated temperature in him on Thursday, and they wound up pulling him out of the race. Mandarin Hero needed two scratches in order to get in. He gets in. And one warning that I will send out there to anybody that happens to be listening, ignore the Japanese horses at your own peril. They are breeding horses over there with longevity and soundness in mind. In other words, races where you go a mile and a quarter and you're likely to face adversity. I think Mandarin Hero has a shot. I think Derma Sotogake has a shot as well. That's horse number 17. That's the Japanese horse that's probably going to take a little bit more money. 
I do think Forte would need to regress in order to lose. But if you're listening and you're talking about exactus, like I mentioned earlier, those two horses are definitely ones you're going to want to include, I think. All right, make sure you're following at Andrew Champagne on Twitter. And, and Andrew, you brought up one of the horses I was going to ask you about. My my amateur handicappers are telling me uh, about Derma Sotogake and also two fills. What do you got on those two? So Derma Sotogake ran very, very well in the UAE Derby, which is on the undercard of the Dubai World Cup in Maidan. And he won that race by five and a half lengths very, very easily, doing it the right way. He got out front, got to a really high cruising speed, and just never slowed down. That was very impressive. The UAE Derby, though, is traditionally seen as not the best prep race for a variety of reasons. For one, it's halfway across the world. For another, it tends to attract horses that aren't typically as accomplished as what you'd see in the American preps. But the way that he won that race, I don't think you can ignore it. Now, you mentioned two fills. First of all, this is a law in horse racing media. Anytime you mention a Larry Ravelli-trained horse, you must also mention that there is a commercial from 2010 that Ravelli produced, and it is the most glorious thing ever, advertising his barn. Just look up Larry Ravelli commercial on YouTube. You need to see this. As far as two fills goes, I loved his race in the Jeff Ruby Stakes at Turfway. The big problem is that race was over a synthetic racetrack as opposed to conventional dirt. His races on conventional dirt, they're okay, but they're not anything special. Two starts ago, he ran third in the Risen Star, a race that Angel of Empire won. Angel of Empire shows up, and I think he's only gotten better since that particular race. At his likely price, two fills hits me as a little bit of an underlay simply because he's going to be such a popular wise guy horse. Would it stun me if he ran well? Not necessarily. Would it stun me if he won? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, just I'm trying to build the bankroll so I can really hammer out this thing. We, we got a little time for the Oaks. I love doing the Oaks Derby double. Is there any Oaks horses that I should be pairing together with, with Forte or anyone? So wet paint is a very legitimate favorite, and people are gravitating to that horse, not just because of her ability, but because of her running style. She's a deep, deep closer that's going to try to pass them all in the last half mile, and she may very well do that. Having said that, in the early wagering, there's something that makes absolutely no sense to me, and that's a horse by the name of Antel Me No Lies, who won a grade one as a two-year-old and has been running into a horse named Faza at Santa Anita. FaZa is trained by Bob Baffert, whose horses are not eligible to earn Kentucky Derby or Kentucky Oaks points. If you assume FaZa doesn't exist, just cross her name out in the past performances, all of a sudden, and tell me no lies, won those two races and comes in having won five of seven career starts. Guys, she's 50 to one right now, and I think that is way too big a price. All right, just I'm, I want you to. I, I know this is really mean of me, but I, I promise to buy you the beverage of your choice when I see you at Toga. How do I make money in the in the Derby? What, what's my what's my uh, exotic? So what I would do is I would play primary exactas using Forte on top of four other horses. The way I liken this is: if you've got a twenty dollar bill, instead of putting twenty dollars to win on Forte, play four five dollar exactas using Forte on top of number eight Mage. Number 14, Angel of Empire, 
number 17, Derma Sotogake, and number 22, Mandarin Hero. So eight, or rather 15, excuse me, with eight, 14, 17, and 22. Those are $5 exactas, so whatever the $2 payoff is, you'd have it two and a half times. And that, to me, strikes me as the best way to pursue value in this race. I understand people trying to get away from Forte at a short price, but sometimes if you give the best horse the best trip, the best horse just is very difficult to beat, and I think that's ultimately going to be what happens on Saturday afternoon at Churchill Downs. Forte looks really tough, guys. He's got champion next to his name a lot of times. That's why we like talking to him, and we appreciate you making time. At Andrew Champagne on Twitter. Andrew Champagne, good luck to you, especially because I'm going to be wagering along with you. So if you win, I win. (laughs) Fabulous, guys. Really appreciate it. Best of luck. Thank you so much, man. There he goes. Man, I I like the way he breaks it all down. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's there. Didn't say two fills. I've had a lot of people say two fills. I know, I know. By the way, Andrew, that phone will be ringing a lot more this summer from us. There's no <laughs> doubt. We appreciate, man. That's awesome. He's able to add all that stuff and we're looking for. Make sure to follow him on Twitter. Next time, I'm going to, by the way, give him a theme song. Champagne <laughs> Poppy. That's Drake, right? <laughs> I, Andrew, I don't know. If Andrew Champagne hits some of these bets, he'll have Drake music next time he's on. I can guarantee you that. If, if he hits some of these bets and I'm riding along, he'll have real champagne. That I'll hand to him <laughs> at the track this uh, this summer. I, I hate to pester him, <laughs> but I'll do it. I'm not afraid. Very good. Go ahead. Hopefully he doesn't reach out to USX Pest Control to get rid of me. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, go to USXPest.com. Schedule your free inspection today. My wife was convinced I was going to have to hit a superfecta for us to ever have this happen to our home. Nice. It's affordable. It can happen for you. And if you've had your wife, whoever you live with, whether you're four or five buddies splitting a suite right now, and you're thinking, yeah, I probably should. Are those bugs? Are those yeah. ants? Yes. This is who you should call. USS Pest Control can help you to clean your home and make sure it's safe and you can still live in it. Yeah, you slobs, you Albany and Siena. <laughs> the USX Pest uh, Exclusion Systems reinforce the areas on your home that are vulnerable to pests, addressing the 14 points of entry most common to rodents and wildlife. It's part of the the Gagne family of businesses and brands, which brought you cat's eye pest control back in the day and now brings you the state-of-the-art exclusion, chemical-free exclusion system, USX Pest Control. Again, schedule your free inspection now at usxpest.com. Hey, it's LeVac for the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. I used to have horrible sleep apnea, never got any rest. It killed my energy. It's amazing how much not sleeping ruins your entire day. I know that because now I'm sleeping a lot better. I went and saw Dr. Dreer at the Integrative Sleep Center. I got a custom-made mouthpiece that keeps my airway open, and now I'm sleeping great. It could happen for you, too. Give him a call, 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston.